Welcome to WFUV's What's What. It's Tuesday, October 24th. What's What is a daily podcast that explores current events, culture, news, and hot topic issues in the New York Tri-State area. And includes features and interviews exclusively from WFUV. I'm Ben Oppenheimer. And I'm David Escobar. And here are today's headlines. You might be able to take your flu shot at home next year, except it won't exactly be a vaccine. That's because the FDA is reviewing an application for AstraZeneca's nasal spray flu mist to be self-administered at home. It's the only flu-fighting nasal spray option available. It's been on the market since 2003, but as of right now, you have to visit a vaccine clinic to receive the spray. So AstraZeneca wants the FDA to allow people ages 18 to 49 to give themselves a nasal spray at home. The ask would also pave the way for parents and guardians to give the nasal spray to their kids. Hollywood actors and studios are back at the negotiating table today to try and come up with a new three-year contract. It's been more than 100 days since members of the SAG-AFTRA union went on strike. They're demanding higher compensation and protection from AI, taking their name, image, and likeness. But if this round of negotiations falls through, Hollywood experts say it could put the 2024 production schedule for film and TV projects in even deeper jeopardy. Usually we look down on bats as creepy little creatures, but the New York Department of Environmental Conservation is looking to change people's minds through Bat Week. And the DEC is reminding us of all the cool things bats do for our environment. According to Bat Conservation International, Bats play a major role in insect pest control, and some even help with seed dispersal and plant pollination. This can make a big difference in protecting food crops and forests from insects, which saves farmers and forest managers billions of dollars each year. Bat week starts today and runs through Halloween. Louis Armstrong has a new exhibition on display at his former home in Corona, Queens. Although the jazz legend was born in New Orleans, Armstrong lived in Queens for the last 30 years of his life. Now his former home has been converted into a museum dedicated to all things Louis Armstrong, and the newest exhibition tells stories of his life through his possessions, from his trumpet to his passports. The museum shows that Armstrong still retained ties to his cozy Corona neighborhood, despite being a global superstar. Letters from his life show that Armstrong had a deep attachment to his local community here in Queens, not just a jazz scene in Louisiana. And now it's time for music. Every Tuesday, the What's What podcast brings you an update on the latest music news. And today we're joined by WFUV's Jaya Joyce. Hey, Jaya. Hi, guys. So I wanted to start with the Rolling Stones. I've heard rumors about a show here in New York City. What do you know about that, Jaya? Yeah, they were in New York this past week to celebrate the release of their new album, Hackney Diamonds. The band took over the intimate racket club in Chelsea for a surprise show to only a few hundred lucky guests. The crowd consisted of fans and some A-list celebs like Jimmy Fallon, Chris Rock, and Mary Kay Olsen. Seems like a great night for Stones fans. Were there any notable tracks? It was definitely an iconic night. Questlove was the pre-show and post-show DJ. The band performed seven songs, kicking off the set with their 1978 hit, Shattered. And Lady Gaga even joined them on stage to sing one of their newest songs, Sweet Sounds of Heaven. During the show, Mick Jagger made sure to mention that the band always seems to launch their albums in New York. Okay, Jay, let's circle back to Miss Gaga for a second. 
I heard she made another surprise appearance this weekend, and I already know what it is, but what was she doing at 30 Rock? Just days after her performance with the Rolling Stones, Lady Gaga made a guest appearance on Saturday Night Live. The episode was hosted by Bad Bunny, who was also the musical guest for the night, and he performed a song from his latest album. Lady Gaga introduced his first musical performance, making her first SNL appearance since 2016. But Lady Gaga wasn't the only special guest. Rolling Stones singer Mick Jagger also appeared in the episode in a telenovela-style skit with Bad Bunny. So many big names in the city this past week, but let's move next door to New Jersey. I heard a music icon from the Garden State has also been in recent headlines. New Jersey native John Bon Jovi has been named the Music Hairs Person of the Year. Music Hairs is an affiliate charity of the Recording Academy and honors remarkable artists at their annual gala for their philanthropic work. This year's gala will take place two nights before the Grammys in February. Previous honorees include Joni Mitchell, Fleetwood Mac, and Dolly Parton. John Bon Jovi will be recognized for his contributions to the community, including his John Bon Jovi Soul Foundation. Now, let's turn into kind of a different avenue. And this might be a little corny, Jaya, but oops, it sounds like Britney Spears might have done it again. That's right, David. Britney Spears' highly anticipated memoir comes out today. It's titled The Woman in Me and is about finding herself after ending a years-long strict conservatorship. The book includes many aspects of the pop star's personal journey and revelations about her career. Spears has emphasized that her memoir is not meant to upset or offend anyone. You can order the book at www.britneybook.com. And before you go, Jaya, we have heard that some iconic bands will be back on the road soon. Could you tell us who to look out for? Well, for starters, Blink-182 has announced that they'll be touring in 2024 to promote their new album, One More Time. The band will play City Field in Queens on July 21st and the Xfinity Theater in Hartford on July 24th. Tickets go on sale to the public this Friday on Ticketmaster at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. And another iconic band will allegedly be touring soon. Green Day made an announcement at their show in Las Vegas last week that they'll be doing a stadium tour in North America with the Smashing Pumpkins. Specific dates and ticket sales have not been officially announced yet. At the same concert, the band debuted a new song titled The American Dream is Killing Me, which was officially released today. And this upcoming Friday, Taylor Swift's fourth re-recorded album, 1989 Taylor's Version, will be released. Today also marks the 17th anniversary of her self-titled debut album, with hits like Picture to Burn, Our Song, and Teardrops on My Guitar. What a great day to be a Swifty. Jaya Joyce is a reporter at WFUV News who covers all things music. Jaya, thanks so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. And that's our show for today. But check back with us tomorrow around 3 o'clock for more news, music, culture, and sports. And as always, you can find more from us at WFUVnews.org and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. I'm Ben Oppenheimer. And I'm David Escobar. 
And that's what's what.